Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Samantha buckley Hugeson, a certified life coach and the author of Unstuck Yourself, The Guide to Designing a Life You Love. Samantha writes this wonderful book, which is also one to use with your own journal. She writes from her own personal experiences and those of clients. And so we have a great reservoir of experiences to relate to. And that encouragement and support is just super for us. So let's get on with designing our great life. Good morning, Samantha buckley Hugeson. It is so great to have you join us this morning. So thank you for being here as we wrap up this 2020. It is absolutely my pleasure. I'm so grateful that you uh, wanted to have a talk with me today and that we get to inspire and make the big leap into the next year. And yes, that's exactly what we want to do. And I just want to key in on your saying that you're grateful. And I want to kind of toss that back and say that I am grateful to you for what you're doing, for how uh, you are living your life and wanting to share that and inspire us to be able to do what we want and deeply desire to do. So gratitude is quite at the core here as we move forward, right? Absolutely. It's yay. All I can say right now is yay. Yes. Yay that, well, life, um, so 2020 has been tough uh, without question. And yet here we are saying yay because there have been some good things. And I, you know, I kind of think in terms of your book, Unstuck Yourself, The Guide to Designing a Life You Love, we could see through the circumstances that we've kind of encountered and lived through this year, it's been almost like this palette for us to look at uh, what to do and how we can do what we really want, because we've had to kind of change the slate a bit. A, a bit? A bit, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's great. I mean, what you're saying is so wonderful. I'm thinking about the book, you know, now that you mentioned it, and there is a part a portion in the book, a chapter that talks about gratitude, uh, an entire chapter that talks about gratitude and the benefits of it. But I also talk about gratitude for something, which, you know, we all recognize. You know, I'm grateful for my comfy bed or I'm grateful for my family. But I also talk about being grateful in. And grateful in a situation, for instance, or in a circumstance or, or you know, the like, Grateful in something, you have to dig a little deeper. And believe it or not, that's where some of your greatest energy lifts come from. So grateful in, you know, what we had to learn from 2020. It taught us a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves. I work with clients, uh, you know, every day. I'm a, a life sales and leadership coach. And it's like, okay, so what are you learning about yourself? Look how, Look how, you know... You can make decisions and move and stretch and adjust. So, anyway, I may have gone on a bit of a tangent there, but <laughs> no. being grateful in a situation is a wonderful skill or a muscle to develop. And the way that you have actually phrased that, Samantha, grateful in because there's a gamut of emotions and uh 
just feelings, attitudes we have about this year. And without question, it's been tough. But I I love how we can really change that focus by saying gratitude in because find those lessons that have existed for us. Mm-hmm. It, exactly. Exactly. We energize the good that's come from it. And it's not denying the facts. You know, you'll read and hear me talk a lot about, I'm not suggesting anybody deny the facts. I'm not suggesting anybody deny that something, you know, may, may have been extremely difficult or challenging. What I'm suggesting is that we energize the truth about it. And the truth about it is where we are today and where we're going forward. It's creating and designing our life, opposed to living in, you know, the troubles or the drama of our past. And so it's not just this year. It may have maybe highlighted some of those or a lot of of the past, where in then we come to unstuck yourself because uh, either from the past or this year has maybe solidified it, we might be finding that uh, that's exactly what's gone on. We're, we're stuck somewhere. For sure. I, I, I wrote the book specifically because I've been stuck. I think we all have. And I, you know, used to have people come into my office. Now I work a lot on Zoom, mostly on Zoom. But I'd have people come into my office and I'd say, okay, well, what's up? And overwhelmingly they'd often say i i don't know i'm just stuck (laughs) okay well let's get you unstuck and you know you actually can design a life that you can really love really yes yes this is happening through you not to you let's go you're in charge let's go and that's perhaps what we feel is that so much has been done to us during Uh this time we've uh become unemployed. That's, I mean, the fact for so many people. But maybe the the thing that we find is, okay, what am I going to really do? Find what my true passion is. Was I just kind of, you know, going along in uh, just rope mode? I love that you just said that because I'm telling you, We're being redirected, and I think that's a great word for people to just hold on to and ask themselves from time to time, am I being redirected here? Because I thought, you know, I was supposed to have this job or supposed to do this, and I had to drive and commute, and I had to do this, but then the world told me I couldn't drive and commute, and I couldn't do this, so what's the good in this? Maybe I'm being redirected. What would I love to do? And, and that's, that's the gift in this. It's just one of the many gifts is that we're being redirected and people that thought they had to work in their cubicle or commute and stay in traffic for two hours. And well, when they were forced to change, guess what? It changed. We've had the highest real estate sales and relocation going on, you know, in the United States in decades. It's right. fantastic. <laughs> right. And and people are in that because we are able to do so much of our work using technology. We can really choose to live in places that are where we'd right. really love to be. Right. Well, I mean, when you read the book, The Unstuck Yourself, you're going to find that I actually live in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. 
I was born and raised in Seattle, and I spend my summers in the Northwest. But I decided, and we're going to talk about that word, I decided a long time ago what I wanted for my life. And that's what I empower people to do. Anybody can do it. It's available to any and everybody. But one of the greatest things I've learned down here is let's say that, you know, someone moves down here because they took the plunge or their husband got a job here or whatever, and they're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. My husband got transferred here and he's got a job. But, for instance, I'm thinking of a client who is a nurse. And she's like, but I can't practice nursing here. You know, what do I do? I don't know, but let's, let's figure it out. And the person I'm speaking of created an awesome, really well-respected uh, small business of a passion that she loved. So I think that the displaced portion of this, I've had a little extra experience with, and I'm here to tell everybody it's available to everyone. It's not just... Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, we've been able to make decisions like this for a long time. We just got a big wake-up calling catalyst this past year. Yes, and it's really to our benefit to, to look at it in that way. Hard as it may be in some cases for some people, still it is, it's been this major wake-up call. Well, the, the, uh, their alternatives kind of stink, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Not looking at it that way is not very fun, so let's change how we look at things. So here we have this opportunity, and, uh-huh. uh, and here we have this opportunity also to be speaking with you. You've written this great book, which is uh-huh. a great guide and tool for us, but you also, as you say, work um, via Zoom online, and we can. We should mention you do have a website too, so we can get lots of uh, insight into you and and some uh, connections that way. So the website is a designed life LLC dot com. Great. And the okay. neat thing about the book is it's actually a workbook, so it's not just to read it which kind of intimidates people. But if you're, you know, ready for some true change, it's a fun book. And, and you get a notebook out and you actually start creating true change for yourself. When I wrote it, I didn't want to just preach to people or just talk. You know, so many people talk to impress. And my goal was really to express, to help create change for people. And uh, when we read the reviews on the Unstuck Yourself book, which there's a lot of books called Unstuck Yourself, but this one with the tagline, The Guide to Designing a Life You Love, if you read the reviews, people are really applying it and really transforming. I get, I get choked up. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. Well, certainly it needs to, it's great that you have that feeling and you need to have that, that if people kind of wake up to the fact that, yes, I do have a choice here and and I can begin to design, I, that word is so key here, to design. It's not, I'm just going to change my life. Designing really is a, a very strong and directed word, I feel. It's purposeful. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's purposeful. It's by design, not by default. Because... You know, we can agree that up until now, we've all lived, (laughs) period. It's pretty obvious we're living. 
So if you're living, you've done it one of two ways. You've either done it by your design, purposeful, or by default. You know, just showing up and seeing how it goes. Design's really empowering, and it really uh, it gives you so much self-esteem, and it gives you so much to be grateful for. So then we return back to gratitude, that incredible energy. And we turn back to the fact that this is a workbook. And I think as you share with us in the book, too, you know, a lot of this started with your just kind of realizing, I don't like where I'm at. And you started to make a list. You wrote it down. There's a there's this energy, a power in writing it down that uh, really has a way of changing course. It really goes deep within us and then out For to the sure. universe, I think. Yes. A hundred percent. If I could tell, give, you know, well, I have a million pieces of advice, but one of the greatest advice pieces I would give people is get a notebook, get a journal. And the thing is, is that you just, just write, just write what you're feeling, what you're thinking, review it. It does, it's yours. Nobody else has to read it. It doesn't have to be a certain format, Uh, but writing versus typing versus, you know, uh, typing. If you were in my office right now, you'd see I have three computers on my desk. I'm not. I'm very techie friendly, but there's also a notebook right in front of me and a beautiful blue pen that matches the cover of my beautiful blue book. <laughs> <laughs> That's coordination, or there's design as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> or I just really like the turquoisey blue, <laughs> <laughs> like the ocean around you. So here's that's a really strong and very, in a way, simple first step. I would say is is to begin with writing. Just maybe even not being sure where we are. I mean, that sometimes happens, doesn't it, Samantha? Do you find with people you work with that sometimes it's kind of a muddle? It takes kind of digging through stuff to get to the core of, like you were mentioning, the woman who's a nurse coming up with what she really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I find this is one of the cool things about coaching. Coaching is very much looking through the windshield versus the rear view mirror. So often when my clients talk out loud to me, they hear their own answers. It's the same with writing. When you're writing, you might have a question, and you start writing, and all of a sudden you look down and you go, oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that gift in the written word. You know, there's that gift in transcribing and saying, oh, you're, you become your own, you know, sounding board sometimes when we write. So, and... Which brings me to the point that sometimes we feel answers will come from someone else, but I, th- I think what you're doing is empowering people to see that the answers are within us. Every single time. Um, you'll, you'll see in the book, and if you talk to me when I ask questions, and I'm practiced, you know, I, I was in sales for 30, 40 years, and then I've been a you know, full-time coach for 10. So I'm practiced at asking great questions. And when I ask them, my clients know they never get to say, I don't know, because you do. You, 
the voice of inspired insight is as loud as your willingness to listen. And, and that's Gandhi. I didn't come up with that. And it might be paraphrased, but <laughs> <laughs> the voice is always inside of us. It, we, we just need to listen. And so often when, when people say to me, you know, if I ask a question, they say, I don't know. Of course, I'll say, okay, well, let's pretend you did know. Then what could an answer be? And if they're really stuck, then I have them write down the question and put it next to the bed at night and ask it before they go to sleep because they're blocking. The answer exists. However it's sourced, it could be sourced from, you know, the G.O.D., which is the grand overall designer. It could be universe, you know, uh, Jesus Christ. It could be all of whatever the source is, it will speak through you. Don't block it. You may not like the answer. I remember when I first started practicing to write the question down, put it next to the bed, I got my answer like four in the morning. I woke up and I just knew it was my answer. And I'm like, darn it, it's not the answer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the answer and I knew it was. You, you, you tune into yourself, right? And we're not alone. We're all connected, right? Right. So, right. so that's a good um point though about you didn't like the answer so for us who might be you know facing the same sort of thing how did you work through that well I paid attention there's a notice what you're noticing you know that's really important it's like what am I noticing here I keep noticing this so it's something trying to speak to you trying to you know get you to act or change and in my case I didn't like the answer but I needed to act on it because it was the answer um, you know, we can go back to relationships. I remember, you know, a relationship I was in in my 20s, early 30s before I met my husband. And just, I just knew there was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't the one. And you just know it. And so it's kind of like at some point you decide, okay. And that's the key word again. I'm going to say it again, decide. Oh, it's such a great word. I decided to act on my knowing and that's what you do. Like it or not, act on it and then move through it. So that, that is, I think, wisdom is to mm. just take that step because I think I've heard this somewhere in the, in the distant past. You know, it'll just keep showing up and it'll come gently and it'll come stronger until it's like this big pole banging the door down. There's no doubt about that. And I think anybody listening can look back at their life and say, there's been many times when I tried to ignore, and it just kept showing up. And it might show up in the, why does this always happen to me? Mm -hmm. You know, the victim state. Well, because you keep putting yourself in a situation and not leaning into it, recognize, shining the light on it. On my desk, I actually have a flashlight, and I use it as a... As a reminder, you know, just stop living in fear. Shine a light. Step toward it. Make a decision. And guess what? If it turns out it's not the best decision, well, then make another one. That's okay. Just you're learning. You don't learn by standing on the sidelines. Get in the game. Right. And no yeah. doubt there's just, maybe it's just realizing, oh, that's definitely not it. But usually we pick up some little bit of wisdom or some direction that will lead us further down the path to where we ultimately, well, 
ultimately will be kind of the end, but ju- just this better life that we want. Yes. And I talk about, oh, we're talking about all the things in my book. How great is this? <laughs> I talk about the lean in approach, the shine a light on it. You know, the, it's when we were kids, well, sometimes grown ups, you know, we wake up, we think we wake up, and there's a boogeyman under the bed or in the closet. Okay, but if we had a flashlight, we recognize there's not really a boogeyman under the bed or in the closet. It's the same as adults. Just lean in. Go open the closet. There's nothing there. Just do it. And if, you know, if you find what's in the closet, you didn't like it, well, clean it out or shut the door and go find another door. It's really about being redirected. You can't get redirected and you don't learn. I never learned anything the easy way. I guarantee you. When you read the book, you'll see. I, I was resistant. <laughs> but when you get the tool of, okay, what's in this for me? What, what is this trying to tell me? All right, what would I do differently? Okay, great. It was a stumble. It was a fall. Get back up and turn around and walk differently how we learn get off the bench yes we're not going to uh get where we want to do by not moving forward putting the car into drive so to speak amen there's there's a a thing that i a couple of little tools i'd love to give the listeners please um because this is a lot to have to transform or change you know it seems overwhelming and you can just take little baby steps. Nobody says you had to be perfect. And I find that that's what holds people back. They're waiting for the perfect time, the perfect conditions, the perfect circumstance, you know. Uh, we're coming upon the new year. A lot of people are, oh, I'm going to wait till the new year because I'm just too busy. Or there's a, okay, well, that's fine. But you're also, it's all or nothing. And it shouldn't be all or nothing because all or nothing rarely lasts. We just take baby steps. And that's definitely another piece of wisdom, not thinking that it has to be some grandstand performance. Ultimately, that's intimidating. (laughs) Right? That's intimidating. It's got to be all or nothing. It's, you know, I have to lose 40 pounds. And you say, okay, well, if you decide I'm just going to start with good lifestyle habits now, changing a little bit, if I have to, because I lost 40 pounds in 2016, And I needed to lose it 10 years prior to that. So, you know, what held it up for me? Well, I kept waiting for the magic pill. And the magic pill was just start and just do what you can from where you are with what you have and do your best. And guess what? The 40 pounds came off and it didn't come off all at once. But I felt better every day by doing a little thing. And that's what we do for ourselves. But yes, there's that magic pill for whatever the situation might be, whatever our desired goal might be. We think something magical is going to happen, but it takes us. And it's like you're saying, Samantha, it's within us. We have it there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the book I write, the magic pill is action. That's, that is the magic pill. Take action. And don't qualify if it's good enough. Any action is good enough. And what about 
how we react to ourselves. If we've made an action and and we've stumbled, what purpose does beating ourselves up about it do? Well, those are paradigms. Those are old habits. Those that might have been programming that we've been carrying around our whole lives. But as adults, I mean, I'm 54, so I think I'm kind of a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> and as a grown-up, as full-fledged, you know, card-carrying human, I would say that we just go, huh, okay, not that way, not that way, turn, turn right, it's, there's another way, and that's all it is. It's, it's not an excuse to, I'm a failure, or beat ourselves up, you know, that's a game. I was talking with a client yesterday, who's like, well, <clears throat> and she's 55, and she says, well, it's my parents, because my parents did that, I go, you're 55, stop. <laughs> reframe the thought, reframe the behavior. You know, in the book, you'll find my mom was married seven times. I've, I've you know, been married 20, 21 years now. You don't have to be your parents. Wake up and say, okay, what part of this is mine? Okay, I'm going to do the best I can to reframe this. So old habits, old thoughts, you know, you don't just say, don't think that, don't do that. I do this because... You say, okay, not this time. I see myself going down that path again, and I'm going to take a step in a different direction. I'm going to practice not being like that anymore. And we practice, and we reframe, and we replace bad habits with good ones. And we just keep practicing. It works, I promise. And and that's such a key word to practice that mm-hmm. it's not going to be instantaneous and and it something good may happen real quickly but it still is practice each day is going to be a way to just kind of hone it and be better uh, not that anything was necessarily then bad but just to know practice is is just a, a great way to live. Isn't it? Yeah. It takes a lot of pressure off. Again, it's not the all or nothing. We're practicing our new way of believing, our new way of transformation, our new way of doing things. And you're going to slip. Expect to slip. And then, and then you expect to get back up and say, whew, I slipped, but I'm going to get back up. You know, babies learn to walk. They don't sit there in a poopy diaper going, oh, well, I fell and I'm not getting back up. <laughs> you know, we just get up and we go again. And we get better at it. Yes. Take heart with that. And mm. I feel what will do us such a, a great service, what a gift we can give to ourselves, is uh, getting a copy of this book, Unstuck Yourself, The Guide to Designing a Life You Love. Because not only will we get these great insights and all your experiences, because we, we learn by those stories and what someone else has gone through and how they've approached it. But as you said, we then journal about it to make it personal and what we're going to be doing. Uh-huh. And in the book, we're going to teach you about a powerful, important morning practice so you'll get a soul food menu as to what works for you because what worked for me may not work for you. But no, I take it back. Everything that works for me works for everybody. But you do you (laughs) in this process of transformation. Well, just personalize it in some way, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's it. That's that's why there's a menu. So... Here we go. As we then wrap up this, uh, 
uh, what is it, learning year of 2020, the reset year uh-huh. and approach a new year. It gives us this new, we always look at the new year somehow as a, a new planet, but not planet, <laughs> a new plate actually yes. in front of us. And, but each day is that. So again, you know, I, I always kind of have some reservation about, oh, New Year, New Year, New Year's resolutions, because each day should be that kind of newness and an approach, right? It should be. But, yeah. And, and specifically because reality is uh, New Year's resolutions have a 92% fail rate within 28 days. So how about just deciding this year I'm going to work toward a great me, a great life. I'm going to design and... Yeah, just start from where you are with what you have. And now is a great time to start. Do it imperfectly. But I promise by taking a little step every day, taking the magic pill, which is action, uh, 2021's going to look amazing. And that is what we are fully open to experiencing. Mm. So we can learn more about you, about Samantha Butley. Hugeson, your book, Unstuck Yourself, about you as coach and trainer, and uh, find all of this uh, on your website, which is? Uh, www.designedlifellc.com. And, of course, the book and the Audible, and uh, it's in every format you can imagine out there on Amazon. It is an Amazon international bestseller, so... Uh, go and get it, and let's work together. I'm happy to support anybody and everybody in this transformation. Well, thank you, Samantha, and congratulations on on the book and the fact that it is such a bestseller that speaks volumes. Oh, thank you so much, and again, I'm going to circle right back. I have such gratitude for the time that we got to spend together this morning. I appreciate it so much. Well, what can we say? Thank you again, Thank then. You. And uh, here we go into a, a fabulous 2021. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Samantha buckley Hugeson and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Mark Goulson. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I so greatly appreciate your having shared this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email K-A-T-E-D at warm1069.com and I'll get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then look for either of the show names and then the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of learning from this year and preparing for a new, different and purposeful one. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning and Happy New Year.